tends to be your biggest obstacle to taking a weekly Sabbath. This week, Dr. Dixon clearly defines Sabbath. Oh, bless the Lord. Oh, I look forward to our times together. It is so good being with you in this hour. So good to have this time of fellowship. In this hour of constant change, and seemeth as though there are restrictions everywhere, it's so good that we can yet connect with each other. And I'm glad that you are here. I have a question for you. What should you do on the Sabbath? Mm. What kind of mental, emotional, spiritual, physical signs do you notice when you aren't getting enough rest? How do you tie all that in? <laughs> I want to share a scripture with you. Exodus 29 and 10, and it will bring it all together. You know what it says? You have six days in which to do your work, but the seventh day is a day of rest dedicated to me. Hmm. Do you realize that each one of us must consciously decide to make some time for things other than work? Now, if you don't, you'll never rest. I make a deliberate decision about how many hours I work each week. And I stick to it. And I encourage everyone to do the same. Otherwise, you will quickly burn out. And I mean, I had to keep working on that and working on that until I began to get it to a place that my spirit man said, yes, yes. <laughs> it's so important. I've always been a proponent of this because whenever I had my conferences, I always would tell the people, come a couple of days early for a couple of days of R&R, rest and relaxation. And we would have activities planned around that to just rest, you know, go to the pool or go to the beach or go to the park or go wherever you want to go and just enjoy two days of R&R, rest and relaxation. And then we would move into uh, all of the faithfulness of what we had prepared to come to pass in the lives of each one that attended. It was so, so wonderful. And it is from this that I have derived what I'm sharing with you today. So you have to consciously decide to make time for things other than work. Work will always take up all of your time if you allow it to. And so then what? I allow my staff. They don't just have the time of vacation. Whenever they tell me they're going somewhere with their family, they're, hey, we all, we're happy for them that they can do that. And hey, we endorse it all the way. I really do. So I encourage all of you to do the same. Because if you don't, you're going to burn out. You know, I found that when you do this, you'll find that things will just begin to be relaxed in your body, in your emotions, and in your spirit. Oh, yes. I was reading about a bow and an arrow. When a bow is constantly strung tight, it loses its power. It has to be unstrung periodically. You need to force yourself to set realistic hours, and then hold yourself accountable and ask someone to check up on you in the process. When you start getting your proper rest, I want you to know I'm not talking pop psychology. Nope, what I'm doing today is just good advice. It's so important to the heart of God that he put it in the Ten Commandments, along with do not murder, do not lie, do not steal. You know what he said? Take a day off every seven days. Make it. <laughs> And you'll see things begin to move for you. Let me tell you, God made that. And it hit God's top 10 list of moral choices. Shouldn't it make it on yours too? The Bible says you have six days in which to do your work. But the seventh day is a day of rest. You know, we call this the Sabbath, which simply means a day of rest. But what should you do on this day? Since it simply means a day of rest. With me, my Sabbath day spiritually is a Sunday. But that day of rest that I get, a day of rest from working, 
a day of rest and all those around me, I mean, we're just busy, busy, busy. <gasps> what should you do on that Sabbath? Well, number one, you should rest your body. If you don't take time off, your body will make you take time off. Your body will go out. Your back will start hurting. Your head will start hurting. You'll get the flu. God didn't design our bodies to go without rest. Number two, recharge your emotions. Everyone does this differently. For some, recharging happens through quietness. Others rejuvenate through recreation. Still others re-energize through relationships. Discover what it takes to recharge your emotions. Make it a regular part of your Sabbath, the day that you take off. Now, number three, refocus your spirit. You need to worship on your Sabbath. Take time to focus on God instead of all your problems. Worship puts everything else in perspective. It really does. It shrinks your problems. It reminds you that God is still on his throne and he'll help you through whatever you're facing. And suddenly the problem you've stressed over all week long won't be nearly as big anymore. We all need Sabbath in our lives. It doesn't have to be on a Sunday. I don't know what day is your day of rest. It could be any day of the week. But you need to take one day off each week to cease work, to cease movement in order to relax, refresh yourself, and recover strength in your body. You need to take at least one day a week to restore, you see, get charged up Mm -hmm. to the spirit of God. Your small spirit get charged up to the capital S spirit by connecting in. Yes, yes. And drawing power from him as you begin to worship him. Oh, oh yes. And he'll begin to settle your emotions. Oh, yes, he will. And your focus, your attention, and your resources that you have, something new and different will come through your spirit. And God will begin to show you just how he wants you to do, how he wants things to connect up for you. Oh, yes. It'll happen every time. I'm telling you, you need to begin to know what you need to do on your Sabbath. Rest your body, recharge your emotions, refocus your spirit. Well, my prayer for you is that your biggest obstacle to taking a weekly Sabbath be moved out of your way and that you have a day of rest to rest your body, recharge your emotions, and refocus your spirit. For it is in the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. (laughs) I am Carol Dixon, and this is Dash. Thank you for listening to Dash Podcast with Carol Dixon. We pray that you have been blessed by this message on today. Dash is a nonprofit organization, and with your donations and generous giving, will help us continue to podcast to your location and around the world. For more information on how you can give to Dash Podcast, please email us at imcaroldixon at gmail.com. All donations are tax deductible. For we are serving the community positively, productively, and prayerfully. And remember, Dash is always on.